have you guys ever wondered what it would be like to be at the place but not actually be at the place this sounds almost futuristic but that's exactly where we are headed with the kind of advancements that are happening in augmented reality as well as virtual reality our guests for today at IEEE Temps IKS which was held every year at Amdor is none other than Ms Vaishali Neotia she is not just an engineer entrepreneur a speaker but she is more of a revolutionist for the kind of technology that she has brought into the country and the kind of technology she is helping you know to build the country so without further ado let me introduce you to our guest of today who is the ceo and co-founder of maxius maxius is a company which specializes in augmented reality and virtual reality technology she is also a part of the extremely exclusive women's economic forum and has won numerous leadership awards so vaishali my first question to you would be you know you've achieved so much in life you've become such a big name and what would you say was that one you know secret ingredient which helped you reach these heights what was your story how did you reach here and what kind of effort and hard work did you have to put in to actually see what we see today yeah over to you guys wow <laughs> okay well thank you uh, sukhada for um, having me here and thank you for those questions um i think just just you know the the bit about who i am um I, i was just i was just thinking about this joke you know like they say that once somebody discovers who they are they're enlightened you know so, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i think i'm still in the process covering that um yeah. and it's it's a it's a uh, it's a story in progress right in writing so um yeah so i think for me uh, uh, i i've been in mode with technology for a while there was never any um plan as such that you know that i would become an entrepreneur i would start a company i would start a tech company i would get into tech like there was no plan as such um growing up in fact um, you know my friends my family i mean we've we've been oriented towards um you know taking academic courses around um around business around humanities uh you know the the commerce and art um uh courses so to speak and the idea of doing science uh, or pursuing science as a uh, as a subject and um, getting into engineering subsequently was um, not something that i grew up thinking about but i think for me it was more of um, exploring uncharted territories and um, pushing my boundaries um, uh, in just sort of understanding you know why is it not being done um or can't be done or um shouldn't be done and all of that yeah. right so i think it was just sort of me um exploring new territory um and that's how that happened um yeah. i think even even starting the company i mean um growing up i had this sense that at some point i would uh, you know be an entrepreneur um in the typical definition of the word uh, starting a company but the plan around when how what why uh wasn't really clear um and so it was a bit organic i mean after i finished engineering um you know th- there was this uh, uh there were series of things that happened and you know it it helped me kick start my entrepreneurial journey right then yeah. um and you know and then there's just been no looking back because um i think the sum of 
who I am right now, as I speak to you, as I, as we have this conversation, is um, is essentially everything that I have um, been up till this point. You know, all of those experiences have added to make me who I am today, um, and it'll change tomorrow and the day after, at some point in the future. So, I think it's um, yeah, it's just it's been exciting, and and I and I believe in technology. I mean, um, I love of the power of technology as a tool. Um, I believe that uh, we are the most technologically advanced um, humans in all of human history. And um, even this conversation we're having right now is, is you know, is would have been unheard of um, even a decade ago uh, with the clarity, with the speed of the real time conversation. Um, so technology can be a very powerful tool if, if put to good use right you are this and and there's so many um ways in which synergistic sustainable um uh, conveniences can be brought about uh, you know, like they say that um, you know is a tool and, and there's just so much around uh, its usage today which is you know sometimes especially around in, in certain ways and um you know the the idea of what tech can be put to um, or what use it can be put to um, really I mean it stems from not the technology being good or bad but the but the people behind it um, and the use cases that they're putting it to yeah. um, I mean I could use AI for deep fakes or I could use it um, you know to, to save lives I mean at the end of the day it's it's what I do with it um, and so I think the onus is on all of us uh, yeah. Um, to understand the power of technology as a tool and to be able to put it to uh, constructive and you know constructive uses um, and and look at environmentally sustainable ways of doing the same making lives better um, we're already you know we're so privileged we're so advanced today um, with amenities and and conveniences that that even one generation ago they didn't have um, and so I think um, I'm glad to be where I am let's just put it that way um, I think it's an exciting time for all of us, and um, there's a lot, like you said, that that is still to be done. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, on the note of there is a lot, lot still to be done. Uh, where do you actually see these technologies going forward? Like, where do you? What are the areas do you think they will influence the most? Uh, uh, you know, where do we see these technologies growing, and you know getting into other things like in, in the near future and as well as in the uh, distant future as well. Like how do you see this? Right. Um, I think uh, if you look at the all pervasive nature of technology, you know, what field or sector or area of our lives has it not touched? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I see uh, different technologies today i mean you know we have um machine learning we have yeah. extended reality uh we have blockchain yeah. um i think every every technology and even if when used synergistically um mm -hmm. has so many use cases in different sectors mm -hmm. uh, starting from healthcare to education to industrial use cases um uh, you know to uh, to defense use cases there's just so much um, so it's it's just blue sky possibilities, and and I am not really seeing 
um, a limitation. You know, I mean, there's this famous quote by um, Arthur Clarke where he where he says, um, "Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic." I mean, some of the things that we're able to do today would basically yeah. be magic to somebody okay. in yeah. um, you know in in 1950, for example, right? Okay. So. Um, even some of the things where we will go and, and a lot of science fiction movies give us an insight. Um, I think where we could go is is pretty much anywhere, right? Like we we just yeah. don't know what we don't know. Um, yeah. But it's exciting, and um, like I said, hopefully it'll um, you know it'll be in in, in the right places, yeah. um, doing the right thing. Yeah. But yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Uh, when you just said about you know the 1950s, I was just reminded of these old uh, Bond movies where they used to have these you know flying cars and all those things. And the fact that it can actually be a possibility today that we do have trains which you know have a certain distance, they have this mag magnetic repulse effect because of which they run in Japan. So the the thing is that we are actually on that path. So we never know the sci-fi movies of today may you know by all means become our future. Uh, speaking of, you know, you being the CEO, uh, what do you do for normalcy? Like, you know, uh, because we really want to know, we are at, you know, at, at the start of our careers and, uh, you know, you're like, you know, how is it different being a CEO? Like what is different and what is the one normal thing that you use when you do? Well, first off, let me, let me, break the the glamorous bubble for you um one of the you know you know one of the biggest things about being um in a in a leadership position you know whether it's a ceo cto um you know any cxo or or just a management leadership position yeah. is um is the decision making and then standing by those decisions and then dealing with the consequences of all of those decisions because yeah. literally the buck is stopping with you at some level um yeah. and and you know at different levels people experience this um, and, uh, you know, when it's your own company, when it's, um, when you're literally like the sort of like the last person in the line, um, yeah. really, you know, like the, the buck is stopping with you. And so any decision, um, that, that you take, um, is, you know, whatever repercussions it'll have, yeah. uh, you know, it, it was, it was about you having taken that decision. And so, uh, I think that is, is something that we often discount how important it is to be able to, um, you know, take the call firstly, you know, make a decision, whatever yeah. it is, because yeah. decisions are good and bad only in hindsight, you know, when yeah. they're being taken, they're taken with the best intent, with the, with, you know, to the best knowledge of the person, you know, with all the information that is there at, you know, yeah. one's disposal. Um, and then, you know, going forward, just sort of sticking with it and then learning from, you know, what happened and then building on it. Um, I think yeah. this is, this is something that, that I would say is um, definitely differentiates um, somebody in a leadership position from, you know, anyone else because that that um, you know the entire that entire process you know we we underestimate how much how much of a toll it can take, um, and one of the you know traps that that we need to stay away from consciously is questioning our decisions and sort of um, you know trying to. Uh, go back and, and second guess what was done because at the end of the day with what we know of time today you know it's linear it's unidirectional yeah um it's kind of pointless um to ruminate unless it's done for the purpose of reflection and learning and moving on yeah. um sort of doing a hypothetical what if it could have been you know better yeah. is pointless because 
as much as something could have been better it could have been worse as well yeah. um and so i think i think um that bit is is something that has to be looked out for but i would say this is the one thing that differentiates um, a cxo yeah. yeah uh speaking of you know the mistakes all of us do make what were the challenges or you know what were the failures that you experienced which actually you know made you into who you are like uh, you did mention earlier as well that it's a learning process it's a it's an ongoing learning process so you know how did you learn from these failures or these challenges to you know actually uh, grow your business even more i think um at the end of the day you know it's 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 a personal journey it's a personal growth journey we evolve as people um and that's why i said it's a story in progress you know because it's yeah. still being written uh, i am i am still part of it and it's yeah. um you know the journey of being receptive to to new ideas to new perspectives to um different ways of doing um to new experiences um being able to unlearn relearn learn um i think that's that's the bit that that matters um you know the thing about failure is essentially i mean especially us indians we we make failure such a big deal you know that that it's just it's um it's something that shouldn't happen and you know yeah. you should never fail and yeah. uh you know you we assume that everybody should just be successful from the get go yeah, the yeah. problem with that is firstly success has is subjective right yeah. your definition of success would be different from mine um and similarly with failure i mean what you would consider failure i may consider a success um and so i think just having the mindset the risk taking mindset um you know which is probably what sets entrepreneurs apart um uh, you know from from uh, everyone else is is that initiative taking and risk taking mindset where they're willing to sort of you know succeed fail whatever uh, yeah. taking it as two sides of a coin and um going into it with the idea that this is experience uh, yeah. and this is learning experience for me you know whatever the outcome is and however it's looked at but i'm going in with a with a learning mindset um and i think that has uh, and of course i'm not saying that that um this is something that i've always done i've learned yeah. the hard way as well i yeah. mean i've yeah. been there where i've second guessed myself i've um i've you know i've i've had this imposter syndrome kick in um yeah. i've i've wanted to sort of go back and change things i've been yeah. like oh you know i should have done this i should have done that um but i think what's important is and of course even even like taking a leap of faith sometimes uh becomes very challenging because you're you're thinking about not just um you know the immediate repercussions but long term repercussions and you know a larger effect um yeah. that that your decision could have and you know with all the thinking and overthinking it can become a vicious yeah. loop so um but i think but i think the you know the bottom line being at the end of the day going in and doing something is going to be a learning experience irrespective and it's going to change your life and make it better in some way um whatever the outcome is and so yeah. just to sort of go ahead and do it um yeah. instead of sitting and and being stuck in this indecisive you know limbo where you're 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 just you know like a deer in headlights you're just yeah. stuck you're frozen because you can't take a decision because you think one you'll take will be wrong yeah. um but but that's actually worse than taking the decision itself yeah. um and that's something that i've i've you know um, come to learn the hard way Yeah. Uh on a lighter note, um uh, I would like to ask you who are the three entrepreneurs mm -hmm. or you know 
three let's say tech people or business people which you would like to take out to lunch like if you were given the choice and why why those three people who like to have lunch with them like what were the conversations so you take out take out to lunch yeah three people you get you can take out to lunch yeah take them out to lunch and you know you get to have a conversation with them and we would also like to know why you want to have that conversation interesting um um i think first off would probably be the uh, you know um everything that he knew and what he was doing and sort of saw the writing on the wall and was able to take that opportunistic leap into um uh, you know into um, into business and and starting this whole um uh, brand and and building it to this level um yeah. i would love to understand that that thought process and how some of that worked out um and um is working out and you know and the thought process behind it i think i would definitely want to have that, that conversation um i think another entrepreneur that i would like to meet is um, elon musk um i think a sense of because he thinks in a very different way um yeah. and it's it would be interesting to uh, to get some level of insight um, and you know and and where a lot of his thought processes begin i think that would be interesting um and some of the some of the things that he's done and how he's sort of taken those leaps uh, you know of faith or whatever uh, propelled that leap for him uh, and how they came about so i would definitely want to meet him um you didn't mention you know whether since it's hypothetical whether it's alive or whether you know yeah posthumous but yeah. i think if 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 i could meet somebody who's not here anymore i would i would definitely want to meet um steve jobs i think uh, and and more towards the you know towards the end of his life life um because he again underwent so many um experiences in his life you know the journey through spirituality to um running a company to being kicked out of the um and and on all of the lessons that he's had and then his personality shifts so to speak um you know i would i would love to have a conversation with him as well um yeah so those are three people that i can immediately think of yeah uh going i think uh you know a little bit more on you know uh, maybe a slightly more serious topic so uh how have you know how are indians perceived in on the global platform like because uh we don't have these flashy brands we don't have a nike we don't have an adidas we don't have your fancy dunking donuts or something like that and a similar you know kind of trend goes for technology they have their apple they have their you know amazon and all these things so how is india perceived in the global platform a on business and b also on the basis of technology like how do they view indian entrepreneurs i think the rest of the world is um you know from my understanding and interactions thus far um the rest of the world is quite interested in india as a market uh, you know yeah. it's it's a very very strongly um emerging market it's growing um our country has like the maximum um uh, you know youth population today yeah. um uh, you know i mean we're majorly we're young people right it's it's mm. a nation of uh, a majority of young people so yeah. um 
this is you know this is essentially where things are happening will happen um and there's a lot of interest uh, you know from uh, the business perspective and all angles um i think with regards to entrepreneurship you know we we are seeing um rapid and uh, major shifts in the indian ecosystem already um we have of course lagged behind in many ways but now there's so many things coming together uh, in the ecosystem you know the yeah. the uh, government support the the venture capital support the entrepreneurs themselves we've we've always been innovative and inventive yeah. and creative yeah. and definitely has yeah. been that that talent right mm-hmm. but one of the things that has happened is because there's there often haven't been too many um next stage or next stage um events like for example an an, an exit or yeah. um you know um uh, you know getting into say a, a a unicorn stage or something like that right yeah. um yeah. that's not been very common. uh that hasn't been earlier and so a lot of companies would end up flipping you know to yeah. another country whether it's the us or whatever other country right yeah. um just to sort of expand that market and their own value yeah uh, and in that sense uh, you know the value of indian startups you know um mm. i think it's it's our own perspective as well but yeah. uh, we we are under you know if, if i'm doing the same thing in um in the us for example i would definitely be valued more right um mm. that's a thought process that a lot of especially techies um uh, go with when they're flipping and a lot of it is true um but if your market is india if you know if if you're looking at the uh, you know at, at the indian market um to uh, you know to be functioning in um and that's your customer base then um you know then there's immense value i mean some of the companies in in the country today um you know they've they've gotten so much foreign investment um because of their potential because of the potential of this market um and i think the the perspective the global perspective is changing as well what also needs to change is our own perspective of ourselves i mean you know starting out i remember um the same thing that we were doing and in fact we were in many cases doing it better um but you know the companies were willing to pay more um much more and 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 go ahead and accept um you know technology if it came from germany or japan or you know or korea or the us but the same thing being indigenous was just very difficult to digest because this this concept of you know will it be good um and i think um with access you know how how small the world has become with with globalization um i think we're already there i mean you know some of the some of the technology in the country today is at you know at world class level um some of the things that that we ourselves have done in our in our company um has been you know um, pretty much a first um you know like we we've, we've created this um extended reality software which is a no code platform um allows engineering companies um you know with no coding expertise at all to be able to use and repurpose their existing cad data into extended reality training experiences um by themselves right that's that's something that is pretty much a first um for anywhere so it's not that we aren't there already we we're getting there um but the ecosystem support that was lacking i think now that's coming together so we'll see a lot of changes but i think the perspective is is changing both internally as well as you know externally um i would like to ask uh, you know 
because you mentioned how difficult it is to be decisive and how difficult it is to manage an organization, I would like to ask you, you know, what is that one underrated managerial skill which is essential but is often overlooked uh, in terms of, you know, uh, trying to emulate that or to you know, become that in some way? Empathy. Um, I think empathy is, uh, is, is highly underrated. Um, I myself have, have in the past viewed, uh, you know, my um, empathetic tendencies as, uh, as making me weak or, um, or, or, you know, as sort of not being um, right, you know, for what I was doing, because uh, there's this sense of, you know, of serving or of being, um, you know, selfish of serving your, your self-interest all the time and, um, you know, that you need to be cutthroat or, or that you need to sort of, you know, go into a negotiation, you know, being the more powerful person and, and walking away with like whatever you can get. I mean, there are just so many misconceptions around so many of these concepts, but um, I think empathy can be a superpower if, if used uh, or accepted in the right way. Um, to be able to understand someone else's perspective, to uh, really understand where someone else is coming from is a very, very powerful um, uh, skill uh, or ability to have. And um, it cannot be underscored enough. So um, yeah, I would definitely say empathy. Yeah, that's a very interesting and quite I think an insightful approach to take because uh, empathy is very often quoted but not really practiced in a lot of our lives and I think this is a very important insight that we've got from you. Uh, now like you know uh, so the, again now this is a very very I know that this is a very Indian mindset today but you know we always have this key uh, was it luck or was it hard work like we, we never we never give you know, like most of the people, some of them are like, yeah, it was hard work. And the other person like, no, it was luck. It was some sort of luck that, you know, this person was able to achieve or do something that they wanted. So in your opinion, that how much of the percentage does luck have and how much is how much of it is hard work? Does it matter? I mean, at the end of okay, the day, no. like I said earlier around the decision yeah. as well, right? Um, yeah. What's happened has happened. I mean, it's yeah. in the past, looking at time linearly, yeah. unidirectionally. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't matter how we got where we got. The point is, let's just use what we have and keep going forward. And and to be honest, whether it's, um, you know, if you have to look at these two distinctly, right, whether it's hard work or whether it's luck, um, what is in my control is the hard work. The luck bit yeah. is not in my control. Yeah. And so all I can always do is is do what I know and, and do what I know in the best way that I can and then um and then leave it up to you know this idea of luck or or providence or destiny yeah. um it's like the gita says right karm karte jao fal ki chinta mat karo you know keep doing your duty and don't worry about the fruits of your labor because that's beyond your control um or your realm of expertise or anything you can do yeah. about right yeah um and so yeah i mean assuming that that you know, going forward with the assumption that, hey, um, everything I'm doing is is because of my hard work. And so I'm just going to work hard, you know, if that's yeah. what drives you, because yeah. the, the bit is anyways out of your hands. And then yeah. accepting that, you know, if things don't work, don't work. 
I mean, I put in my effort. I mean, I've done what I could. There's nothing else that I could have done beyond that. I think the problems pop up when we think we could have done more. Uh, and so to just sort of accept that, okay, this is what I knew. This is what I was able to do to the best of my abilities. And the rest, you know, was not up to me. So it's okay. Um, and things happen and we move on, whether it, it results in my definition, subjective definition of success or failure. Um, the idea is I put in my best. So, you know, if whatever happened, it happened. Yeah. So we have a fun little segment uh, called Hit or Miss, which is basically our version of a rapid fire round. And I'm going to give you a set of words, which, uh, you know, you just have to tell me what you feel in a sentence or two at the max. All right. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Sure. So the one first, ready. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, so the first one is um, knowledge. Okay. Yeah. Um, knowledge is learning, unlearning, relearning. Yeah. Uh, food. I, I think you've frozen. Yeah, okay, you're back. Yeah, yeah, food. I said food. Food. Um, yeah. Uh, food. Oh my God, that's that's um, my nemesis be, in, in like, some like ways. I, like and, I said, yeah, like, yeah, like I said, it has to be rapid and it has to be fire, like Karan Jor always says. So yeah, you have to answer really quickly. First thing that comes off your mind, uh, Hyderabad. Um, Charminar. All right. Um, artificial intelligence. Ani okay. And artificial intelligence. Sorry, your voice is breaking, you know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Hello. Can you hear me now? Um, yeah, yeah. Now I can hear you. Yeah. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Yeah, artificial intelligence. Machine learning. Okay. Um, India. Mera Bharat Mahan. Marxist. My baby. That's a very interesting answer. And I, I would have expected no well, You did say Marxist, right? Because yeah, your voice yeah. broke there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did say that. Okay, I did okay. say that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought that would have been very awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> no, okay. no. Yeah. Um, democracy. Democracy. Sham. Yeah, I would I would have to agree with you on that. Um, favorite place to chill. My room. Yeah, currently, yeah. But if you were allowed to travel, where would you travel? Like what would be the first country you would want to travel to once this gets over? Hello? First country. Yeah, the first country you'd want to travel to once it gets over. Yeah, did did you ask over. what's the first country that I would travel to? Yeah, once this gets over. Once this is all over. Where would you go? Indonesia. Oh, Indonesia. That's, that's that's a pretty good answer. Yeah, I'd like to go to Indonesia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right.
right so we are at the end of our uh, podcast and uh, vaishali i cannot tell you how fun it was to interact with you um because i think this is a space which you know we never see ceos let their head down and you know have this you know informal conversation with us uh, to let us see behind the scenes and you know get some insights as to maybe you know some day i can also reach there and you know i can also do these things uh, as well so uh, thank you so much we are very very happy uh, we were very happy to have you on this podcast and it was an amazing experience speaking to you uh, thank you vaishali any parting advice any yeah, i would just say that you know everybody watching this listening to me you know you're already where you can or should be and and you know and everything is just better from here i mean you know it's it's we're all the same people we're all just yeah. you know from the same consciousness and yeah. whatever we want, you know our lives we make ourselves and it's it's subjective yeah. right happiness is subjective so yeah um yeah let's let's sort of look at it that way and it'll be good yeah. um it is good um it was a pleasure speaking with you vaishali uh, not only was it an amazing experience for me to ask you those questions but also you know to get your perspective on uh, the on where our technology is going and what we can expect in the future at the same time i would like to say that you are an inspiration for all the students at i am indore as well as elsewhere to actually take the leap and start uh, you know putting in money for their own business and start being an entrepreneur for those who really want to pursue that path uh thank you so much for being here uh, it was wonderful speaking with you uh, on behalf of i am indore and i triple tens i would uh, like to thank you for your valuable time and your valuable insights which you shared with us all right thank you thank you guys